Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. People brand new to podcasting are from Mars, while us podcasting veterans are from Venus. No, we can't meet in the middle. We need to get our asses to Mars. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. I hope you got the Total Recall reference in the opening album. If you didn't, well, that's okay too. Today, in the beginning of this short three-part miniseries, I'm going to be talking about how you can do better by your listeners, which is the ultimate goal we should have as podcasters, is to grow our podcast to as many people who want to listen to it as possible. But of course, what we think of, the way we've been talking about how people listen and what that actually means has changed a lot from when we started 15 years ago. Kind of as the base for all of this is an article that was recently published by Mr. Tom Webster. Tom is the Senior Vice President at Edison Research. He published an article on Medium entitled, Three Ways to Survive Podcasting's Existential Crisis. And you know what a big fan I am of existential crises? crises? Anyhow, so that's the inspiration for this particular episode and the next two episodes as I not necessarily try and sum up all of the article, which I highly recommend that you read. There will be a link here in the episode details. Please check that out. But it's all about, it all centers around a, a common theme. And that is that people, especially newbie listeners, what Tom calls, what does he call them in the, he, he calls them rookies in the article. How rookies encounter, experience, and continue to consume content versus veterans. Not just p- veteran podcasters, but veteran podcast listeners. The big difference between those two groups and the idea, the wrong idea has been we need to convert rookies into veterans. We need to get them on that program. That's wrong. Eventually veterans, excuse me, eventually rookies will become veterans, but in a completely different style. That's going to mean something very different to them than it meant for us. So let's get into some specifics about this. And remember, I'm talking about building people who can consume your content. Listeners, an audience, whatever you want to call them. Tom has in his article three main takeaways, and that's kind of what I'm going to get into today. Well, the first of those three main takeaways that that I hope that you uh, enjoy. And through subsequent episodes, tomorrow and the day after, you'll get the other three. And so when it's all done, here's what I here's what I think, or here's what came out of the article, and here's what 
specific episodes or specific actions I think you should take so that you're capitalizing on these rookie people and not just assuming that we're all veterans. But I don't want to spoil things going forward. I want to talk about specifically his first recommendation, which is be everywhere these rookie listeners are. And here's the amazing thing. If you read this article, which I've read three times, I probably need to read it like 30 more times to really pull out all the nuggets out of it. The places that people are encountering and consuming content are vastly different than the way we expect. We're we're doing it. We're, We're seeding them out there. But what's not happening is the follow through from those rookies to do what we think that they want to do, which is subscribe to our show. That's not happening. It's not a matter of, hey, come over to my podcast. Now that you've heard this, come to the website for my podcast and you can get more. That's not what people want to do. And that's not what people are doing. It's very eye-opening in this article about the ways people are consuming what they think are podcasts and what they are calling podcasts. And rather than try and correct that behavior, because we can't, we just need to adapt to it. So the first of the recommendations is be where the people are that are listening to podcasts. And here's the trick. You don't know where that is. You don't know where your people are. So your job is to be everywhere. So yes, of course, that means be on all of the podcast platforms. Yes, Apple Podcasts. Yes, Spotify. Yes, everywhere. Now, a few of the my podcasting brethren and sisteren out there have bees in their bonnets about particular podcast directories and apps that they feel are not being good players. And so that they are making, my fellow podcasters, are making the choice to not be there, making a political statement. That's dumb. I've called it dumb before. I'm going to call it dumb again. Look, you're not in control. You never were in control. If you want people to listen to your stuff, you have to be where they are. Yes, every single podcast platform, your podcast episodes need to be there. Yes, you also need to be on every possible social platform you can be, even if you suck at doing social media. I'm sorry. You really have to be there. Now, here's the trick with social. I'm not suggesting that you go rush out and launch a Tumblr page. People do, by the way, listen to a lot of podcasts on Tumblr, experience and consume them right there inside of Tumblr. Now, I don't think you should go rush out and build a Tumblr page, build a Tumblr account, because a social media property requires care, It requires food and watering to make it grow, and you may not have the effort. You may not have the time to make the full effort to make that happen. I get it. So I'm not talking about going and making new platforms. I'm making sure that when you are on a social platform, that you are make sure that your podcast episodes are available on that social platform. Even if that just means a link, that's kind of okay, but I wish you would do something more. And we'll talk about more in tomorrow's episode. But yes, you need to make sure that the social media properties where you have a presence on, that your content is out there as well. This also means being where podcast listeners are. It means that you need to be ready for search discovery. 
for your show, for your individual episodes, both. They need to be available for search discovery. A lot of newbie listeners, a lot of these rookies report going to a search engine like a Google, and that's how they're discovering a lot of podcast content. That's where you need to be as well, again, for your show as well as your episodes. So what that practically means to you is you can't get away with a crappy episode description that goes into your podcast listening apps repurposed on your website. That's not going to do it. Also, what's not going to do it is crappy titles. Look, if the title of your show is the guest's name, and that's the most interesting thing about your episode is the guest's name, that's a crappy episode. It's not going to be discovered. Make sure you're where they are for search as well. That also means getting on other shows. You, the podcast host, you, the voices of the show, you, the showrunner of that particular podcast, you need to go market yourself by getting out on other shows because you don't know what other shows your people are listening to. So get out there, talk about the things you're passionate about, talk about your show and your episodes. It's not a blatant commercial. It's not a huge marketing opportunity for you. It can grow into one of those things. But you need to prioritize being where people are already listening to other content. And then finally, yeah, you need to be going to where listeners are in real life events and in online communities, not just for your show for all the places where people are discovering content in the real world as well as the virtual world where they're talking about it, where they're exchanging ideas and information, you have to be a part of that too. Now, if you think that all sounds like work, you're right, it is. You're going to need to do some work. Tomorrow and the next day, I'm going to give you even more work. You can't bury your head in the sand over this. This has to be done. You have to do all these things. So keep listening to the next two episodes or keep watching if you're on video for the next two episodes as I wrap this thing up. Two things before I go. You can go to buymeacoffee slash evoterra if you want to support this show because no, I don't and have no intention of ever running ads. So if you like what I'm doing, buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. And then finally, my Flick group. Flick, F-L-I-C-K dot group slash podcast pontifications. Links to all of that in the episode details, and I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S., The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. 
you can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.